It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hey everyone, this is your host, Albert Tortasso. And this is episode 610. And quite frankly, it's titled, Sometimes You Have to Fight Back. Well, guess what? For me, on a personal level, this is one of those times. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to empathize with you. I know there's been things that you had to find a way to fight back against. Sometimes, sometimes you really get slammed with things that you really didn't do. Other people have done. So I'm going to throw down some information, and I want you to listen very carefully, and I want you to identify these aspects that's happened to you in the past, or maybe the present, or if they should, unfortunately, happen in the future. And I want you to know something. You can be a man of God if you are religious, or I won't say religious, but if you are a person that believes in any God, Jesus, Allah, what have you, you know, um, I guess Abraham, whomever it is, you can be a person of faith, a man or a woman. You can believe that vengeance is the Lord's, but that does not preclude you from fighting back. It does not mean that if you take somebody legally to a court or have them arrested or whatever it is, doesn't mean you're being disobedient to Father God or Mother God, whichever you believe. Atheists, I include you too. I love you too. Spiritually, I don't care who you are. But you know, there comes a time When you have to fight back. So let me throw some information here. Recently, in the last two years, and now, I've had two major events that were no fault of my own. That other people had committed the acts or failed to perform in a manner that was professional and proficient, basically negligent. And as a result of their actions, I have been put in a financial burden and frankly could be in legal jeopardy. So 
I want to make a full disclaimer here. I still love all of humanity, including the people that I am angry with. But on a more spiritual level, I may be angry with them. I may take them to court to adjudicate their wrongdoings. I don't have to be happy with them to love them in a more spiritual way. But more importantly than that is just because you love someone doesn't mean you allow them to harm you. Just because you love someone doesn't mean you can't hate their actions, that you can't hate their inactions, and that you can't seek justice for their actions or inactions. You see, you can be a person of faith, but getting justice to some, they may perceive that as you getting vengeance. And I will not deny, there is a part of me. And I think in every human soul, there's a part of us, that when you are harmed, you want to fight back. And you want your own vengeance. But in this case, this has nothing to do with vengeance and everything to do with what is right and preserving one's legal and civil right. So, that being said, I want it to be perfectly clear that you can fight back if you are a person of faith and you are not create, committing a moral sin. In fact, I would argue for you not to protect your reputation, your integrity, and your civil liberties is a sin. You see, because our Creator created us with certain rights and integrity, and we shall not let it be corrupt. Or let others corrupt it. You might think I'm sounding cryptic. So let me give you an example. In my state, which is Pennsylvania, we have an inspection for vehicles. We have two stickers. One is for emissions. And one is actually for other areas of inspection. I don't actually know, to be honest. But the bottom line is we have inspections. So, myself and others included, go through the needed inspections. And many, many millions of Americans around the globe, I mean around the country and in our state, annually have to pay a lot of money to get repairs. And we do. We find the money. And we get the repairs, and we do everything that is legally responsible and required. But herein lies the problem. Those who we rely on, the mechanics, sometimes they are, let's call it what it is, they're corrupt. They're criminals. They're con- convicts. No offense to people that, you know, that you served your time 
But a lot of mechanics are what we call shady and unethical. And unfortunately, they are continuously ripping people off. There's also another segment of mechanics. They know that there are people on this planet and in this country that essentially have very little funding. And so they prey upon that person knowing that they have them or what they perceive to have, I mean perceive as having them trapped. Now I know personally probably about five people this happened to and consistently it happens to. So the obvious thing you would say if you're a normal thinking human being is quit dealing with those people. And therein lies the catch-22. If you don't have the funding to deal with, quote-unquote, up-and-up, legitimate, by-the-book mechanics and companies, and you have to make certain payments, or you have to, you know, maybe you just don't have the ability to get the financing, So you have to depend on people who will allow you to make payments. And so many of these mechanics and and shops, they know that. So they prey upon that. And unfortunately, they charge you very high rates, and then they do very shady, incomplete work on your vehicle. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm one of those people. I have bought three vehicles from a shop in my state. To say that I've been ripped off would be the understatement of all of human history. Now, the obvious answer is don't deal with them again. And I attempted many a time to get different automobiles from different organizations. It hadn't been in the cards. But this is the problem that faces these types of mechanics or any shady professional. I I'm a man who advocates advocates for the downtrodden. I am a man who will take on any company on the planet, no matter how financially strong they are, no matter how many attorneys they have. I've taken on multi-billion dollar companies. I will not be so bold as to tell you the results. Because if I do, it sounds vain, narcissistic, or arrogant. But what I will say is that my voice did start certain steps that changed the way certain things were done. Now, in one case, there were two and are two 
healthcare companies, you pay, I mean, UPMC, University of Pittsburgh Medical Center. And then I believe it's Highmark, Blue Cross, Blue Shield, or it's at least Highmark. There are two medical industry giants. Now, UPMC is a hospital and a healthcare network and has thousands of doctors, and they also have their own separate insurance that you can get. So they, they're in multiple fields of the healthcare industry, insurance, uh, doctors, hospitals, probably even medical supplies. I haven't checked into that. Well, there's also um, Highmark Blue, I think it's Blue Cross Blue Shield, but we'll just call it Highmark. Well, they used to be almost exclusively an insurance company, but then they, defer- they started to diversify. They started buying up hospitals and investing in hospitals and other areas. So Highmark's insured customers for many, many, many years would have access to UPMC's network, hospitals, and doctors. But when Highmark decided to get into the hospital business, UPMC decided they were going to disassociate with Highmark completely because they've seen them and viewed them and still do view them as a competitor. So they said, well, we're not, basically, in a nutshell, they said we're not going to renew our contract, putting hundreds of thousands of patients essentially in limbo and out the door. Now, this is where it gets interesting. Both Highmark and UPMC officially, officially are 501c3 nonprofit organizations. Now, this is where it gets really interesting. Both of them have made more or near a billion dollars. Now, here is the problem that herein lies the problem. UPMC admitted. The reason why they were parting ways is that Highmark is a competitor. And Highmark has issues and what have you. Now, I don't know if you picked up on it, but those of you who are detective-minded and um, do deductive reasoning and, and what have you, you probably picked up on it. Here we have two multi-billion dollar companies in the same industry. And one decides to get into another part of the industry, which is opening up hospitals and contracting doctors. So then UPMC says, okay, we can't have that. You're our competitor. Now, here's the problem. If these two organizations are nonprofits, how can they be competitors? You see, this is the problem. If they are competitors, that means they are corporations. That means they should not have nonprofit status. And even if they're nonprofit or corporate, they should not put the health, the lives, and the well-being of thousands of people 
in jeopardy. So what did I do? I took on essentially two multi-billion dollar corporations on my TV show, Humanity Matters Live. I also, behind the scenes, talked to more than one politician. And both political parties. I will not tell you the end results. But I will say I contributed and had live shows regarding this abomination. As a result, there have been change in policies and at least a certain number of high marks patients and customers can still go to UPMC. It is not, as far as I'm concerned, the game is not over. The game is still afoot, like they say in the Sherlock Holmes uh, detective series, but there have been positive results. It is an ongoing negotiation, but there have been positive results. But my point being is this. If you are a corporation why are you having nonprofit status? If you are making billions of dollars of billions of I mean, you know, making billions of dollars, why are you considered a nonprofit? And if in fact you're a nonprofit, how can you then claim another nonprofit is your competitor? You cannot say on the one hand, I'm a corporation, and then when it's convenient, oh well, you know, I'm actually a nonprofit. No, it doesn't go that way. So I hashed this out on my show. And as I said, there have been some changes. My point is this. You're probably wondering, well, why all this, what's all this have to do with today? It has everything to do with it. Now we come to today, the 21st of February, 2016. And I'm saying to you, I don't care if you're a person of faith or an atheist or whatever, when somebody does you wrong, you have every legal right to fight back. Every right. Every right known to humanity. And it does not make you a sinner. It does not make you anything other than someone who wants justice. And I am not going to say that that is the wrong thing to do because it is not the wrong thing to do. You have a right to justice. Now, with regards to these ethically challenged people in any industry, I don't care what it is, okay, I want you to know when you mess with somebody I care about, I'm going to be watching you legally. And I'm going to fight back legally, ethically, and peacefully. But when you come into my house or cause me to face legal issues predicated on your incompetence and illegal actions, when you put my safety, you put my freedom, my liberty at risk, 
because of your illegal actions or anybody's civil liberties or freedom at risk simply because of your actions, when you do that, you better become religious even if you're an atheist because when you mess with my family or you mess with me, I will ethically, legally, and through our judicial system do everything I can, not only to see you have pain and suffering and restitution, but I will work to see you go to jail for your crimes. When you are putting people's lives at stake, And knowingly doing it, you are going to face the wrath of a man who has not one, but two talk shows. The wrath of a man that many people think, I'm dim with it. Some even think I'm profoundly retarded. And I'm glad that you do. Because that means... You will do your criminal activities, and you will prey upon me. So the Lord made me look and sound the way that I do to catch the evil in a trap. Oh, make no mistake, I'm not Mr. Pious. But if you think... I am incompetent. You are wrong. If you think I am retarded, you are wrong. If you think that when you do me wrong, I am not making a count of it and a recording of it, you are dim with it. Now, I am not here to boast, ladies and gentlemen. But in my lifetime, I have helped and advocated for people. I have helped to get laws in place. And I have been to court helping people or myself. And I've been to criminal, and I have been to traffic, and I have been to civil court, either for myself, friends, or family or sometimes strangers. I have walked into a courtroom 17 times. And I want to be humble, but I also, as a journalist, must be honest. I believe in honesty. I have been to court 17 times. And I have not lost one case. Not one. 17 and love. Now, There is an actual systematic reason that I have won. There's no secret. I've never had a course in law, by the way. But there is a reason why I win. And unfortunately for those who have opposed me, they found out the guy they thought were dim with it kicked them in the butt. You want to know why I win? It's because I have the preponderance of the evidence. 
in any civil case. And if I help to represent or advocate for someone in in a criminal case, I'm able to prove beyond reasonable doubt. So what I'm saying to you is this. If you are preying upon those who have no income or whatever their circumstances are, you might want to back up. If you are going to, how how are you doing, East Maryland? I'm getting ready to leave in about a minute. I um, I like to say hi to you, but let me finish this, and I will bring you on the phone for a minute. If you are going to prey upon those who are weak, know that I am watching. If you are going to prey upon me, know that I will use every legal device every ethical and professional device. You are not going to do actions that affect my liberty, my security, or my safety. And if you choose to do so, and you put my life or my family members at stake, you will find yourself in a courtroom. You will find yourself in a de- doing a de- deposition. You will find yourself facing a man that is tougher in court than you would ever imagine. And you would not be facing me. Not really. You will be facing me because of my faith in God. I've walked into a courtroom 17 times and I've never lost the preponderance of the evidence and all reasonable doubt was gone. And I have taken on multi-million dollar companies and I have won, yet I've taken not one legal course. It's pure common sense and a collection of the preponderance of the evidence. So tonight, while I sit in my office getting ready to speak to somebody from Maryland, the great state of Maryland. Before I do, while I sit in my office at 1.30 a.m., I say to this person who has harmed me and others, because you thought you had the upper hand, I say to you, unless you eradicate the issue that you have with my vehicle, Unless you eradicate that by Tuesday of next week, on Wednesday at approximately 9 a.m., I will be going into a courtroom, well, a courthouse, to file papers. And I will not be seeking a couple of dollars. I will be seeking tens of thousands. And if I lose the monetary but win the case. You might think it was a hollow victory. But if I can get you to be out of business, it will be worth every penny. You have put people's lives at stake. And make no mistake, yes, I am a network marketer fighting to help others get wealthy. But make no mistake, before I am anything, I am a child of God. And I am an advocate 
for those who need, the, those who will not voice the words that I will speak. But when you come into my house, put my personal life on the line, then it gets personal with Albert Tricasso. Then the talk show host is gone. The advocate is here. And the fire of a billion lions is breathing and living in my heart, my soul, my mind. And let me tell you, if I were you, keep in mind, I do my stuff legal, ethical, and by the book. But if I were you, I would be so afraid. I would look at every horror movie you've ever watched and think, what can Al do to me in court? Because I don't walk in the court, El Tercaso, the host. I walk in El Tercaso, the meanest mofo you have ever met. Because you see, I'm not out for the money. I'm out for justice, and I shall have it. 17 and 0. So if I were you, I would fix my vehicle, and I would fix it fast. But you will also fix the other ones. With that, I hope that the person from Maryland uh, doesn't get upset that I just ripped somebody a new one. But I'm going to bring Maryland on, and... and uh, I will have my finger by the button just in case it's a rather interesting night. Unfortunately, that's how you got to be in this business. You'd be surprised how many times Larry King had to press the dump button. (laughs) With that, the only thing I could say is if you ain't doing right legally, peacefully, ethically, I will come after you. So if you ain't doing right, and I'm not speaking to Maryland. I'm speaking to anyone who does something wrong, illegal or whatever, if you ain't doing right, get ready to say goodnight. Now, unfortunately, Maryland has to follow that, so East Maryland, you're on the air with Al Tercasso. <laughs> I'm sorry I did that, but you're on the air. How you doing, Maryland? Praise the Lord. I got maybe a few seconds in of uh, you speaking, but what my battle is, I'm fighting up against the enemy to get back what he's stolen. Well, that's no surprise. The enemy does that. You there? Yes. Yeah, the enemy does that. Let me ask you a question, though. How would you feel if the enemy got you into legal trouble and it wasn't even anything you did? How would you feel about that? The same way I feel today, Dad. Yeah, well, I got a problem with what you said, and let me tell you why. I don't want you to feel bad because of what the enemy did or has done. No, you cannot feel bad. Let me explain this to you. You are a child or a woman of God. They can't get you. No matter what you're going through, don't feel bad. Pray and fight back. I don't care what it takes, fight back. I know that sounds easy, right? Sounds like I'm so full of Fritos it ain't even funny. But here's the thing. Let me ask you a question. Has feeling bad helped you? Or has feeling bad caused you an extreme amount of stress? 
You're right. Um, it doesn't help. And no, it doesn't, does it? No, not at all. Okay, now, for the record, I am not a doctor, I am not a therapist, I am not a lawyer or any of that stuff, but let me ask you a question. First of all, do you have a, a screen name or a first name that you like to use or even a nickname? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, what? Paul Letta. What is it? Paul Letta. Okay, Paul Letta, let me ask you a question. What is feeling bad going to achieve? How, what is it going to achieve? You're right. So here's what you need to do. You say you believe in God, right? Yes. Does God have your back? Do you think God has your back? I've been praying this prayer for a long time. Okay, but do you think God, do you feel that God left you? Uh, sometimes. Okay. Well, let me be the first to tell you something. God didn't leave you. Okay? And this ain't, this ain't supposed to be a, 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 a religious show. But let me throw down something. God didn't leave you, okay? Don't think that God left you. Because that is exactly what people want you to think. And then I love atheists, too. Like I love anybody. But guess what? It is what it is. God didn't leave you. So here's what I want you to do. You say you feel bad. Somebody's, the enemy's getting you down. Well, first of all, when you say the enemy's getting you down or, or doing something to you, like, what are we speaking about? He stole my financial breakthrough. Okay. And I've been struggling ever since. Okay. Now, he stole your financial breakthrough. Okay. Now, let me ask you a question. Did you wake up yesterday, and are you alive today? Yes. Now, if you're alive today, and let's hope that you're alive tomorrow, what amen. is preventing you? Amen is right. What's going to prevent you from trying again? What prevents you? You see, this is what I'm getting. Go ahead. I haven't. You're right. I refuse to give up. It just... It gets harder sometimes. Okay, hold on a minute now. Hold on. It gets harder, right? Okay, I agree with you. But can I ask you a question? What is going to happen if you let Lucifer, Satan, the devil, evil, or whatever you want to call it, or him or her or whatever, when they, when you finally quit, what's going to happen to you? You can't quit. It hurts. I get that. But why would you quit? Why would you quit? Why would you do that to yourself? Because I've been praying this prayer. I'm not going to give up, but I've been praying it for many years. Okay. How many years would you say you prayed it? At least going on maybe, i say, eight to ten. Okay, so then here's what you do. You say a financial breakthrough, right? Is yes. the financial breakthrough or the business or the industry, does it still exist today, yes or no? Yes, it does. Then what prevents you from doing it now? Is it lack of income? I'm waiting on his uh, provision. Okay, now. 
Can I ask you a question? You said you were praying, right? Yes. Are you on this call with me tonight, yes or no? Yes, I am. Okay. I'm a child of God, okay, and I am proud to say that. And there are no accidents. Let me throw down, this is for you, and this is for anybody that ever listens to it. I'm going to tell you you a little secret. You have your prayer partially answered, but I'm going to tell you something. This was not supposed to have anything to do with this episode, and I want to make that clear. But what I'm about to tell you, if you will do the things asked of you, you will have a financial breakthrough within the next year. But I'm going to tell you something. I need to ask you some tough questions. If a man or a woman were to hand you a $20 bill and told you, I will give you this $20 bill, but I need you to work so hard for a few months that it may feel like it isn't worth it. Would you refuse the money or would you take it and do what they ask? It's a simple question. It's tough, but it's a simple question. Do exactly what I was told and asked to do. Okay. Well, what if I told you, and I know this sounds like a dang infomercial, what if I told you right now I can tell you something to go to a website that if you will have faith in you, because God already has faith in you, okay? that And your prayer was answered many times. You just didn't recognize it. I'm not saying it to be disrespectful. There are so many things I didn't recognize until recently, okay? I didn't recognize it. So believe me, when I'm saying this, I got my reasons. Just hang in there. I'm going to direct you to two different websites. Not only do you have a chance to make an additional income, if you don't have any right now, you have a chance, if you will do the work, to make more money in one year than most Americans make in 10. I hope you heard what I said, and I hope you really heard what I said. You can make more money in one year than most Americans make in 10 whole years. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Some of this stuff is extraordinarily easy. And some of it is so hard, you almost could cry and you want to quit. But I want to inspire you. There's a man that you may have heard of in history. Guy was named Thomas Edison. This guy wanted to invent invent or modify the light bulb. And I'm not doing this to be ignorant or anything. I just want you to understand. You'll understand at the end why I'm saying that. Keep in mind, I want you to think for a minute. This guy failed 9,999 times. So I guarantee you people thought he was insane. People threatened his investors, probably told him he needed to go somewhere. Who knows what the devil did or what the investors did or whatever. He failed officially, almost 10,000 times, but he never quit. And on his 10,000th attempt, he succeeded. Now, let me tell you about Thomas Edison. What he said when a reporter said, how did you keep going after you you failed 
9,999 times. His reply was, I did not fail 9,999 times. I found out how not to invent the light bulb 9,999 times. My point, young lady, is this. Your prayers were answered, but they were not answered in the way you would expect. So here's what here's what I'm going to throw at you. And I know I speak a little bit different than most people, but that's who I am. I have two websites. One of them, if you want to do this profession, is going to have an initial fee of $39.90. That's one. I have another one that personally I think is a better business and your initial sign-up fee is a whopping $0.00. That's right. It's free. Now, remember I told you it may be extraordinarily hard at times? I'm being honest. I told you that, right? But let me ask you this. This is an important question. You said you would be willing to do it. Am I right? You would be willing, if, if you had the chance, you would be willing to do anything that's legal, peaceful, and ethical. Am I right? Yes. Okay. Well, here's what I want you to do. I want you to take a pencil or type this in to your, whatever you're on, computer or whatever, or just a plain pencil or pen, and I want you to go to this website. It's actually L like A-L, thecableguy.com. There's a famous comedian, Larry the Cable Guy. You know Larry the Cable Guy, the comedian? You've heard of him, right? Have you ever heard of Larry the Cable Guy? Okay. Well, mine is L the Cable Guy. So it's A-L-T-H-E-C-A-B-L-E-G-U-I. Now, here's the thing. What you're going to find is a website that's going to talk to you about a brand new technology, and it's called video streaming. Okay? It's video streaming. I'm not going to do an ad for it. The website will teach you things that I couldn't even begin to teach you. And that's not what the purpose of this call is, nor is it the reason why I want you to go there. Now, what you're going to be asked to do is give me, I mean, give the form. You put in your name, your email, and your phone number. That's all you have to do, and the information is a thousand percent free. But what you're going to find is that if you will investigate this stuff, I mean, don't just join just to join. Check it out. But this is what I will say to you: if you join and you take it serious and you work it, you can find yourself getting that financial reward. But it will take work. You have to water the garden. You have to plant the seed. I'm guessing you probably know a little bit about the Bible. It's my guess, right? Yes, I do. Okay. Well, we can't grow a garden without water. Am I right? Amen. Amen. So you said you want to whoop the devil's potato chips, or I don't want to cuss, but you want to whoop the devil back, right? So maybe tonight you're on this call for a reason. I'm not saying that this is the gold mine that you're seeking. I'm not even saying this is the right business for you. But I will tell you one thing. I will tell you this. If you join this business 
and you need help, you will have my personal phone number. If you join this business and you need help, you will have my personal email. If you join this and you need help, I will do everything I can to help you. Now, is it hard? Depends on how you perceive it. But let me be very clear. There's another business that is a driver's protection company and a roadside protection company. They are so good, they make AAA look like triple F. They really are. But here's the problem with that problem, with that company. I don't really like their compensation plan because here's what happens. If a person joins, you will get $80 each time. So if you get 10 people to sign up for the service, you would make $800. But here is what I don't like. That sounds great, and it is. You can make $800 if you get 10 people. But they want you to have those customers stay at least for about a year. Now, the other company, eldercableguy.com, the one that will take you to that, the only thing you need to do is get people to buy a video streaming unit. It's actually called the VStream 2 Media Center. Now, what I want to say to you is this. If you do this right, and they go to your special website, you can make $200 each time. And there are no penalties. Now, I'm not going to tell you much about the product. That's not tonight. That's not for tonight. But what I want to say to you is, if you do not go to any of these sites, I can understand that. It happens. But if you really want this financial freedom that you have been praying for, I will say this much. You owe it to yourself to look at it. And that's all I'm asking you to do. And I'm only asking anybody on earth to do that. But to get to your problem, I mean, not your problem, but you said the devil is keeping you down and kept you for 10 years or whatever from your financial revolution or whatever. You, I forget how you said it. Well, guess what? Today, I want you to say, in your mind, that's over. Because if you will put your mindset right, you'll get that. The only thing I ask of you, when you do climb that mountain and get to the top, this is what I'm going to ask of you. Pay it, pay it forward. Help others that are less fortunate. Because if you will do this, if you will do these things, and I am not trying to sound like some stupid pitch person, no offense, or a commercial, but if you will do these actions and you will put the work in, you have an excellent chance. I'm not going to promise you anything. But you have an excellent chance of finally getting to that financial freedom. Now, just for the record, just so that you know, this is the only network marketing company that I've ever been in where I actually made money. And I am considered 
one of the lowest level distributors, and I made money. This is not this is not one of those opportunity calls. So let me throw this at you while you're here, um, young lady. I've been in Amway two different times. I lost about $1,200, if not more. I was in a company called the Empower Network, a great company, but you have to invest too much money. I lost about $1,200. I was in another company for a while called Organigold. I lost, I don't know, I guess about $400. I got into Motor Club America, the one with the driver's protection and the roadside. I did not lose any money, but I only gained a little bit. Now, the one that I'm in now, I'm still in Motor Club America. I'm never leaving that. But this newest one, this video streaming one, is the first one that I didn't pay a penny. At the time, I had not put a penny, and I actually earned income. Now, I tell you that not because I'm trying to trick you into getting into it. I tell you that because I am a child of God or an adult of God. You know, I'm an adult, but I'm still a child of God. But that's me. I love atheists, but that's me. I tell you that not because I'm trying to get you in. I tell you that because it is the truth. And because you may very well be able to earn money too. But you cannot earn it if you do not walk the first step. That's all I'm going to say. And, and let me say this for the record. If you found a business of any kind, if it was selling tennis shoes, if it was selling toothpicks, if it was selling ice cubes out on the street on a very hot day in the summer, go for it. Find your financial freedom. I don't care what it is you do. I don't care how you do it, but do it. And young lady, this is what I want you to know. When you decide that you will not accept evil, evil won't be able to touch you. You say you believe in God, and I believe that you do. But now, you're going to have to use the power that God put in you. And I guarantee you, it is hard at times until you realize who you are and what God has made in you. And atheist, guess what? You're included in this. God loves you too. I know most religions would disagree with me. Trust me, God loves everybody. Don't love your actions, but he loves you. Now, what's that, young lady? I'd like to hear from you, but I want you to be happy and not worry about that jerk called the devil. Because trust me, as I talk to you tonight, there's some evil going on in my life. But you see, like the title says, sometimes you have to fight back while I'm going to knock out this situation. Ethically, legally, possibly spiritually, definitely peacefully. But I'm going to fight as hard as any human being ever could. 
So if you're still there, Marilyn, I want you to wake up. When you wake up tomorrow, what a new found belief in Father God and yourself. That's what I want you to do. But I want you to know that you can win. So what do you have? Do you have anything to say with regards to what I have said? Yes, you made a lot more sense than some of the saints in the church. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. Well, here's the thing. When you go home at night, the church ain't there. When a bill comes ready, most of the time the church doesn't pay it. So let's be very honest about it. Instead of worrying about going to the church, and I'm not cutting on religion necessarily. Let us think about God before the church. Let's think about God before any religious book. Let's think about who God really is and what God really does. And let me tell you something. God is greater than anybody on earth could ever realize. God is so great. He brought all of us together. We're breathing. Do you realize the miracle that that is? I mean, if you think about it, every day that you breathe, that's a miracle. I want you to remember the miracles. And if you wake up and you have a bad day, rejoice, because guess what? You woke up. There's a lot of people that didn't. Trust me, I know. As far as evil, yeah, evil going to whoop your potato chips, and I'm trying not to cuss. Yeah, evil's going to be in your in your face almost every day of your life. You can pray until from never cease praying, but evil is still going to smack at you. What you got to do is have that bulletproof spirit. Know that if you call on whichever God you believe in, whether it's Jesus or whomever you believe in, call on that power. And then the devil, or whatever name it's called, it can't touch you. And all of a sudden, miracles happen. Then I want you to specifically get a book. Get a hold of a book, or go to YouTube, see if you can get to hear some of these things. These books, you need these books like yesterday. One of them is called Think and Grow Rich. It's a really old book. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, I do believe. And then you need a book called The Power of the Subconscious Mind, of Your Subconscious Mind. And that's by a guy named Joseph Murphy. And finally, you need a book called The Power of Positive Thinking. What we need is to change our mindset. What we need is to put our foot down. When we are robbed, we must seek justice. When we are marginalized, preyed upon, you know, repressed, or our innate human and civil liberties are taken from us. We can't just give up. We can't give up if it's the government. We can't give up if it's the most wealthiest organization, corporation on the face of this earth. 
We don't need to give up. No, we don't need to give up. You see, we have a power that nothing in the universe can defeat. You can't defeat me. You can delay me, but you cannot defeat me. You can get me in legal trouble, or you can get me physically harmed, but you cannot defeat me. That's the power, my friend, young lady over there in Maryland. That's the power of our creator, whichever name you call our creator. You see, that's what you need to get, the power. Now, I'm not saying you don't have it. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. If, if you feel that I am, I apologize. Take the power that you have. And when you wake up today, the first thing I want you to do is go, and you may think this is silent, silly, or goofy. If you have a mirror in your home or in your purse or wherever you have one, look in that mirror and say, I am a winner, and I am somebody, and I will succeed. Or you can say whatever you want that, that, that you need to say. And you know what? Next time evil comes to your house, evoke whichever God you believe in, and then get to stepping. Get to moving in the right direction. Because, young lady, let me tell you something. Evil is not going to stop you. But you may stop you. I know that sounds kind of harsh, but you see, evil plays with our mind. And do not let evil win. Because I'm fighting this guy who claims to be a mechanic. And I may need to go to a court of law to save my own personal freedom. Okay, but let me tell you, this guy has a major problem. Because I guarantee you, with God on my side, I cannot be defeated. And I want you to know that. I want everybody on earth to start to recognize it. And and I'm not proselytizing. Let me throw this down in a better way. I don't care if you're Muslim, Jew. Christian, atheist, agnostic, or whichever religion you are, or non-religion, I care about you. And we can win. We can win. Do not fear and do not give up. But if we quit, if we quit feeding the garden, if we quit putting water in it, it's gone. But if we do what we know to do or learn how to do it, not only do we win, but we create history. But I'm going to give you an example of what I mean, because I know I am kind of sound cryptic. You know, for over 300 years in South Africa, people who were not white, the white South Africans ruled that country, did hideous things to the majority for 300 years. 
in about, I guess it was about 40 or 50 years now, I don't know what it was, Nelson Mandela became one of the leaders. And he had to face prison for like 27 years or 26 years. But finally, justice was done and apartheid ended. In our own nation of the United States, for those of you that live here, civil liberties were hard fought to be won. We won. We won. God and the good people won. So, yeah, we're going to have horrendous, horrendous things happen to us. Look at the government right now. Everything we say, we do, we eat, we drink, we drive, everything is being recorded or can be by our government. But I'm not afraid of our government. Well, I'm afraid of their actions. But I will not fear them. The terrorists that attacked us in 20, um, 2001. I went to college the very next day that it was open. I was not going to fear, nor will I ever fear the terrorists. And this is going to sound profoundly Insane. So be ready. So hold on to the phone. The worst a terrorist can do is kill you. But all they can kill is your body. Or they can torture you. Yeah, it would be horrendous. But they cannot kill your relationship with the Creator. They cannot kill your soul. So therefore... When I make the statement, I cannot be defeated, if you know anything about God of any religion, then you know you cannot be defeated. So, young lady and anybody out there, here's the thing. You're going to go through Hades. You're going to go through hell. Excuse my language. I'm going to call it as it is. You're going to go through hell. They're going to steal your, your dream. They're going to steal your dream. They're going to knock you down, punch you down, knock you out. And that's when you get up and you keep getting up. And if you have to call on Jesus or whoever you believe in, you do that. And you fight back. You do it ethically. You do it legally. You do it as peacefully as possible. But you use your mind, you use your body, and you use your soul. And you fight harder than you ever have in your life. You fight so hard that people would think you were the John Gotti of the legal system. That's what you do. Maryland, that's what you do. People over the globe. Because I will tell you a little secret. I'm a sweetheart of a guy. But when somebody hurts my family... I don't go doing anything illegal because I'm a law-abiding American citizen. But I will warn all of my enemies. I still love you, but I don't love your actions. But I will warn my enemies. If you ever face me in the court of law, you may have a high-priced multi-millionaire attorney that yet 
you will most likely lose the case. I don't have any legal training, and yet you will lose the case. And you might think, well, that doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. But here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. I have the preponderance of the evidence when I go into court. I have the preponderance of the evidence if it is a civil matter. And if it is a criminal matter, I've helped a few people win and not go to jail because I had proof that they were not guilty. And I was able to prove beyond all reasonable doubt. So my only warning to those who would underestimate me or any powerful spirit You may think you have won, but look twice because you have already lost. I have walked into a courtroom 17 times with not one official legal lesson, and I have never lost a case. This is not to be boasting. This is to be factual, and I will not fear going into a courtroom. I will not fear ISIS. I will not fear Al-Qaeda. I will not fear the criminals. I will not fear the, the con men and con women. I will not fear. That's what it means. That's what it means to truly know God. That's what it means. And I love the atheists. I care about everybody. If you're doing wrong, I care about you, but I will do what I must legally do to protect myself and others. But make no mistake, I will not fear the terrorists. I will fear the government of the United States of America and all other governments before I fear the terrorists. It is not the terrorists that is tracking all that we do. It is the government of the United States and others. But before I even fear the United States government, I will stop myself cold and say, I fear no evil. I fear no government. Because nothing in this universe can defeat me. I know what that sounds like, ladies and gentlemen. I know what East Maryland may be thinking, possibly. But you need to understand what it means to truly know that God loves you. This is not to proselytize. If you will truly understand, then you cannot be defeated. You may never become a millionaire. You may pass away tomorrow. But you will not die. You will not be defeated. Your body may die, but your soul will not. Evil cannot beat you, but your mind can defeat you. I know that rhymes, but it's true. You see, Marilyn, and all people, we are the ones that are defeating ourselves because of evil. And this is not the podcast, but let me share with you what I mean. 
inabilities to get over the attacks, the depression, the attack of maybe you had a financial gold mine and somebody stole your idea. Maybe somebody robbed you of credit, do you? I don't know your life, but this is why I want to say to you, you can go to church every day, every hour, every minute of your life if you have the funds to never work. You can pray no matter what your religion is every day, day and night, all your entire life. If you live to be 100 years old, you can never stop praying. And yet you can still suffer greatly. But don't let your mind be corrupted. You can have that gold mine, young lady, but you're going to have to work hard. You're going to have to fight for it. You're going to have to think that you are Mike Tyson. You are Muhammad Ali. You are Sugar Ray Leonard. You are Rocky Marciano. You are um, Oscar De La Hoya. You're the current fighters. You have to fight as hard as the United States Marines, the Navy SEALs, as hard as the United States Army, the Air Force. Now, your fight must not be with violence or through violence. Your fight must be spiritual or legal. Or maybe you have to advocate for you know, better homes or better clean water. I don't know what your fight is, but I know you cannot quit. And I'm not a preacher. I'm not even a teacher. I'm a guy who've been through hell and back. Hell and back. Four days. Four days. I want you to hear me on this. Four days before my birthday. In my hands. One of my wonderful cats died. Four days before my birthday. In my hands. So I know what real suffering is. When I was 12 years old, I physically watched my dad get hit and killed before my very eyes at 12 years old by a drunk driver. And the driver did not spend a day in jail. Later that year, I was ripped apart from my own family and did not see my own mother for more than three months. I've been through the troubled times. Do not give in. Do not give up. I want you to get so tough that a United States Marine or a Navy SEAL will look at you and say, I wouldn't want to mess with that person. And I'm not talking about physically tough. I'm talking about spiritually and mentally tough. Do not think that your your prayers have not been heard. Do not think they have not been answered. But do not cloud your mind thinking that you cannot win. I'm not saying that you're going to pray for money and it's going to come. I'm not even saying that you're going to say, Lord, you might say, Lord, help me to find that, help me to get that business going again. It may not come. But another one may. But even if it doesn't, if you truly believe in a God, or even 
if you're atheist. I want you to believe in something. Just believe you can win. And you will win. You will win. So I want you to fight. You know, before I go, the Tuskegee Airmen faced two wars in World War II. One was fighting the enemy. The other was fighting racism and fighting for equality. The Tuskegee Airmen won. Young man named Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks. They fought and others joined them for decent decency and civil liberties. We won. Get the news flash, ladies and gentlemen. You see, evil may whoop your butt. And maybe for a long time, may not be eight years, maybe eighty years. You might be 81 years old and finally get your success. But you will, rest assured, you will get your success if you do not quit. But the minute you give up, you said to Satan, hey, I'm cool with that. I give up. The minute you say, ah, forget about it. I can't win. And I'm not... Addressing this to any one person. I've been there. This year, I've gone through the worst depressions of my entire life. But I'm here on this podcast. I've watched so many of my family members die. One would think I could go insane. But I am sane and I am here. So I know You've been through a lot. In East Maryland, I know it hurts. I know you think the enemy is going to tear you up. But you cannot give in. And even if we knew we were going to lose, even if we knew we would be defeated, and there was absolutely no way we could win, we could not quit even then. We could not give in. The minute you do, the very minute you give in, you gave up on God. You may not have known that. The minute you give in and throw in the towel, you gave up on yourself and gave up on God. If you believe in God. I suppose if you don't believe in God and you give up, no big deal. I don't know. But before I go, I will say this. You may give up on God. Atheists may give up on God. The planet may give up on God. But Albert Torcaso will never give up on God. Never give up on Jesus Christ. I don't know about you. I don't know what road you're going to go down. I don't know what you're going to do when you lose everything that's important to you. I don't know what you're going to do when you get slapped around like Job from the Old Testament. I believe it was the Old Testament. I don't know what you're going to do. But I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to say, Father God, or whatever God I believe in, or Jesus, help me out because I need me some help. I need some help. 
and then I'm going to keep moving along. So if I lose a million dollars in my lifetime, I'll gain a million more. In fact, if I lose a million, I'll gain two million more. But I won't gain a penny if I give up. So, Marilyn, I'm going to ask you to speak again in about two seconds. Marilyn, let me, let me say this to you and to all human beings out there. Don't you dare, I don't care if you're an atheist, don't you dare give up on yourself. Because if you do, you're giving up on everything your life means. And I don't care what your denomination is, your pigmentation is, your education is. I don't care what your nationality is, your religion or non-religion. You mean something to me. I don't know you. I know the concept is odd. But I don't need to get on here and do a podcast, please. It's 2.28 a.m. on 2.22. 2.21 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I could be lying in bed, chilling. But you see, I'm here for a reason. And you're here too. So this is what I'm going to say. East Maryland, go to that website. Get those books. Learn. I don't care if you have to go to the library. I don't care if you have to get them on a website like eBay or Amazon or something. Whatever you do, get the power of positive thinking. Think and grow rich. And another one I believe you should get is that one by Joseph Murphy, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind, and read them. Study them. And I love Father God. That's what I call him. But I'm not Mr. Church Guy. So don't worry about it. Worry about loving God. Because in the final analysis, it's between you and God. It's not you and your minister and God. It's you and God. Or you and the Creator. And like I always say, unless somebody's paying your bills... If they're going to say, why weren't you in church? Why weren't you in synagogue? Why weren't you in the, the temple? You can always reply, because I had something to do that could not, could not be delayed. Maybe God didn't want you there. You might want to think about that. You know, first thing I always noticed is, no matter what church I ever went to, or denomination or religion, there was always a donation asked of me. Now they say it's about tithing. I'm not going to cut them down. But I will say this. If you don't have it, you should not be made to feel like a sinner. If you don't have it, you should not be treated like a piranha or a pariah. I love Father God, but I don't remember the Lord Jesus saying, you know, i tell you what, I will heal you and give you a miracle, but you've got to slip me a $5 bill. I don't remember Jesus saying, you know what, I will heal the sick if you give me $100. No, I don't remember that. So when it comes to 
Father God. I love Father God. When it comes to religion, you don't want my answer because you may not like it. When it comes to religion, no matter what the denomination, what the religion is, I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. I'm impressed with Father God. I'm impressed with the sky and the, in, you know, the stars in the sky. I'm impressed with the fact I could have been dead in 1966 and I'm alive today. So if I'm a heathen or am I doing blasphemy or whatever you want to call it, then guess what? Apparently, God doesn't agree because I'm still here. And I'm not saying that to defy anybody, to upset anybody. I'm saying that for the record, ladies and gentlemen, the reason why I'm saying the things that I'm saying is because too many times we've been made to feel like we're criminals or sinners simply because we may not have had the funding. I remember years ago there was an evangelist came on TV. I forget the guy's name. Said, God said that if I don't get $8 million, I'm going to die. But foolishly, a lot of people gave him the money. I was hoping he didn't get the money. No, I didn't want him to die. I wanted to see his excuse and his deceitful deceptions if he didn't get the money. Well, God said he's going to give me a couple more days. <laughs> and I'm not trying to cut on anybody or anybody's religion. But I want to make it clear. You don't need money to believe in God. You don't need money to get right with God. All you need is the right heart and the right mindset. So if you're worried about what your church members or whatever religion you are in ostracizing you, unless they walk a second in your shoes, they have no right to condemn you. And wasn't it Jesus, he who is without sin, cast the first stone? Well, I have a news flash for every one of us. There is about 7 billion souls on this planet. Not one of the 7 billion plus can cast that first stone. Nobody, not even the Pope, can cast that first stone. So the next time somebody tries to cut you down, I don't care if they're an atheist, a Christian, or what they are. You look them right in the eye and say, I love God. I know God loves me. And you got nothing to say. Or turn the other cheek and say, well, I thank you for your concerns and opinions. I'll take it to the Father God. You have a nice day. And you walk away. You don't let them tear you down. Don't let the preacher tear you down. Don't let no one on this planet turn treat, treat you like that. And young lady, I'm sorry for being a long-winded big mouth, but let me say something to you. You didn't lose that business. You gained something. Knowledge. You gained determination. Don't let evil win. With that, Yes, I would like you to check out those websites. Well, the the one. I don't even want to send you to the other one because you don't need to be putting money out. I'm not about the money. Not in that sense. 
go to eldercableguy.com. Watch the website. I mean, watch the video. Find out how it can help you. If it works, join for free. It's that simple. If it doesn't work, I assure you, young lady, there will be another opportunity for you to get that gold. But there will never be another opportunity for you to get that gold if you don't quit worrying about evil. It's time to whoop evil's behind, but do it mentally, legally, and spiritually, and ethically. Don't let the devil whoop your behind. Whoop it. And if you're an atheist, let's just say don't let circumstances stop you. Now, that's all I got to say with regards to that. But East Maryland, if your phone's still working, I need you to know that you matter to me. And I would like for you to let me know, are you still on the line? Yes, sir. And I thank God for your um, words that you said to me because they meant a lot. And I have had a problem with believing with folks saying, and it's like you and I were meant to be on this phone, like you stated earlier, because it gave me a lot more motivation. Good. That's and, a good thing. Right. And you set my feet on solid ground, and you told me, in other words, you you let me know I'm in the right, going in the right direction and keep striving. Yes, you are. And don't let nobody get in my spirit But God. And another thing I learned from you, don't tell anyone my vision anymore because people can be so, you know, vindictive and their hearts don't be in the right place. So I That's right. And they can steal from you. But you know what? This is the thing. I didn't say those words. My voice did. My mind had the words come out. But actually... That came from a higher power. I ain't saying that I have a connect connection like that. I'm not trying to say I'm one of the people that hears voices. That's not what I'm saying. But my feelings in the way that I am, it's not me. Because there's a side of me that would like to take the people who are evil and let's just say whoop their grass to keep it clean. But the aspects that are of God says, no, you defeat them through your good caring about other people and doing what you need to do. That's what you do. Now, what I say to you, young lady, is this. Keep your vision of whatever it is to yourself. But this is the other thing. It doesn't matter if you try a thousand things and it fails. You can be like Thomas Edison. Just keep going. Because if you don't keep going, then the only thing you're going to do to yourself is harm yourself mentally. And what what will that get you? You can be sad. I'm sad about some things right now. But I'm learning not to be sad about it because it doesn't change the fact. 
no matter how much you would like to think, well, you know what, if I just do this or I just do that. No, it doesn't work that way. If you're sad and you give up, that's it. So the next time they go to trying to get you down, I don't care who it is, what it is, here's what I want you to do. You remember there are two people. Well, God loves you, and whoever you believe in loves you. It's time for you to love you. Now, I'm not saying you don't. Don't get me wrong. But if if there is faith in a person, it's time to utilize that faith. If you happen to be a Christian and you believe in God, why do people seem to think God doesn't believe in them? That's the greatest illusion and deception that the evil or the devil is doing. And I'll give you an example before I go. If we look at the globe, there are literally billions of people that don't have enough money to essentially live. And money is nothing more than a toll. And they don't have the money. They don't have the toll to get what they need or get what they want or to have pleasure in their life. And we globally are racing to the bottom. The real reason why companies outsource is not to bring the people of India any more money. It's not to help the third countries, third world countries, it's to get the most servants for the least amount of money. Not every corporation is doing wrong. But we are in a global pattern right now where it seems like evil is having the greatest victories. And these corporations are enslaving people. Let's call it what it is. It's slave labor. In some countries, people make less than a dollar a week. In some countries, I think they make like 10 cents a day, but they work extraordinarily hard. But this is what this is what needs to be said. It doesn't matter what kind of pain you go through in this life. You may be a slave, an outright physical slave. The slavery, unfortunately, the old traditional beating, killing, that kind of slavery still exists on this planet and even in the United States in some places. Let's not be a liar about it. But they can kill you. They can torture you. They can harm you. They can destroy you. But you cannot, you cannot let them defeat you. And as long as you do not let your soul be taken over by evil, you don't sell your soul. They can't defeat you. And you will see yourself in paradise one day. That's my belief. I can be wrong, but my belief is you'll, you will. You're going to get your reward. And And here's the great news. You're not going to need to wait till you get to heaven. Because God is watching you. Yeah, atheist, God's watching you too. I know how crazy that sounds, Miss uh, Young Lady in Maryland. Yeah, that may sound crazy. 
you may think that you're going through life and God didn't hear you. You may think you've been praying for eight, ten years, God didn't hear you. You were like calling them on the phone, but you got a disconnect notice. I mean, you got the sorry, wrong number, or this number's not in service. It feels that way. It feels that way. I know. You know why it feels that way, my friend? Because that is Satan messing with you. That's right. Don't feel bad. I want you not to feel bad. If you want to get somewhere, take your first step. And your first steps, you have a choice. You can go to that website, or even better than that, get a hold of one of those books, even before you go to my website. Then you might think, well, that sounds weird. Shouldn't he want people to join? No. I want you to join when it's right for you. I am not here to get your money. I am not here to sell you toothpicks or shoes. I'm not here for the me. I'm here for the we. I'm not here for the me. I'm here for the we. It's humanity matters. It's not Albert matters. I'm part of a greater whole. You see, here's the thing. This is the great truth about the company I'm in. If you work this business, you can become a wealthy person. That's a that's a mathematical certainty. I'll give you a crazy thing to think about. If you join as a professional member, and yes, for that, you would have to pay roughly $70 a month. There's a lot of good things that come with it, like over 300,000 discounts and the guaranteed lowest travel prices anywhere on the internet, but you may not have $70. So if you join, you join for free. And you get two or three V-Stream media centers sold. And you're going to get $600. You Well, you would actually get about probably about $450 because at that point you can actually get in and be a pro member and still make about $450. But let's say you were a pro member, the $70 one. I'm just going to throw this out there because you need to hear this. This is what's at stake, ladies and gentlemen of the world. Say you're in V-Stream, and you sell the V-Stream 2 Media Center as a pro member, and they go to your website. Every time a person buys, you get $200 that's going to be credited to you, and you're going to be paid the next billing cycle or payment cycle. Roughly every week we get paid, once a week. It depends on when you actually got the sale. But within two two weeks or maybe sometimes three, depending on the cycle, but you will get credited. So let's hypothetically say you're a pro member. Let's just say you were, you upgraded, you had the money, you found $70 somehow, some way, thanks to God, and you had $70, and then you sold Let's just say five V-Stream units through that special website. Five. You sold five in one month. You would make $1,000. Let's say in one year you sold, I don't know, let's, let's figure this out, about 50 units. That's roughly, I'm trying to think. Okay, five is 1,000. So we'll just say that you sold... 
Mm, let's say you sold 10 in a month or whatever. We'll just use a month. If you sold 10 of those V-Stream units, you would make $2,000 that one month. Now, if you sold 100 of them, you would make $20,000. So if you sold 100 of them in a one year's time, that's 20 grand. That is the amount, or actually greater, than what most people are making who work in fast food, than what most people are making that work in these big box stores. And it is a huge number because it will set you up to be out of, officially out of the P word. The P word is when you don't have money. I don't want to say or speak into being the P word, but it means when you don't have money. Yeah, it's the POV, P-O-V, that's as far as I'll go. But we all know what I mean. Now, let me tell you the truth. If you learn this business, if you learn this business and you work this business. Let us say that God had you sell a thousand of these units. That the Lord thy God helped you, even if you was an atheist. Somehow your mind learned how to sell it. If you sold a thousand of these units, if it took you a year, if it took you two years or five, let's just say you finally sold one thousand units. You would have in your hand two hundred thousand dollars. 200,000. I believe that's what it is. Yeah, it's about that. I think, yeah, that, that'd be about right. Any rate, I did the math before, but it's late. I'm tired. But Now, why am I telling you all this? Is it to try to get you to join the business? No. It's to let you know what's at stake. But you cannot make $1 in this business if you don't take it serious. If you don't do the work, if you don't do what we ask you to do, not because we're your boss, because we're not. You're your boss. But we're going to tell you how to help, to help you increase your profitability. Now, I said to the young lady, I want her to get these books, even before she joins, whether she joins for free or whatever. I don't want you to go to my website until you get these books. Why did I say that, ladies and gentlemen? Because by her going there, learning how to get mentally strong, she's going to know she already won. You're going to know. I'm going to know. And we cannot win as long as we don't believe it. You see, here's the great secret, ladies and gentlemen. You have to believe it to achieve it. I don't care if it's passing a test. If you don't believe it, you cannot achieve it. But when you believe it, you cannot be defeated. So get the power of positive thinking. Get think and grow rich. Get the power of your subconscious mind. One of those three. Learn it. Read it. And continue to read your holy books, whichever religion it is, and start to believe in yourself. Because I'm not a preacher. 
But let me tell you a little something, something about Father God, or whatever you call him, about J.C., Jesus Christ. Let me tell you a little something, something. Now, i got to throw down for a minute, so if you all want to leave, you can leave. I'm going to throw down before I get off this phone, because it ain't me. It's the Lord working here. Atheist, sorry, I love you, but you wrong. Let me throw down. This is the real deal. If you say you believe in God, I don't care who you believe in, but if you say you believe in God, if you believe you've been saved and you happen to be a Christian and you believe in Jesus, if you believe in God, and I'm sorry, I'm, I like Pentecostal and Baptist, and that's who I am. I am who I am. That's the way it is. But if you believe in God, I question your sincerity, all of us. If we truly believe in God, and God believes in us, so much so he would send his own child to save us? If you believe that, and if you believe in Jesus, and you know Jesus believes in you, why? Are you letting yourself be defeated? Why are you letting terrorists scare you? Why are you letting your boss torture you? Why are you letting politicians attack you? Governments spy on you. Economic terrorism. People who are police, who are supposed to serve and protect, killing Black men and women. America and around the globe, I am putting you on notice. You have got to legally, ethically, peacefully use all your spiritual power. Use all of your mental power to help this planet get better. But more importantly, you've got to change the way you think. Because if God believes in you and you believe in God, how dare you? How dare you disrespect yourself? I'm guilty of that myself. But I am coming to a new understanding. And let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if you're going to ever believe a word I say. I don't know if you're going to ever believe in yourself. But Albert Turcaso believes in Jesus Christ. Ask Jesus Christ to save him. And I will not let anything stop me. And let me tell you, I'm facing maybe getting in legal trouble for the first time in my life due to a fraudulent criminal mechanic that did not fix accurately my vehicle. For the first time in my life, I can face criminal, criminal charges. And yet I can smile and I can say, this man has unleashed something he does not want. He has unleashed a fighter that is more powerful than every military 
ever been on this planet. Now, I will do my fighting ethically. I will do my fighting legally. And I will do my fighting in court. But make no mistake, when I am done defending myself, this man who has committed criminal actions will be lucky if he doesn't see a jail cell. He will be lucky if he has a penny left in his business. You see, because here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. God doesn't like evil. You can beat my behind. But when I decide to take a stand, and now that I believe in God even stronger than I ever have, you don't even have a chance. So if I were this person, knowing who I am, knowing what I believe, knowing what I know, I would not want to see me in court. I'm not saying that because I'm Superman. I'm not a lawyer. I have played one on TV and know that I'm not kidding on that one, by the way. As a matter of fact, I was in a movie with Martin Sheen where I was pretending that I was an actor. And I was in the background with Martin Sheen and Brandon Fraser. He was in the movie called The Mummy. And Martin Sheen, of course, was on the West Wing. And I actually have physical pictures pictures on the Internet to prove it. But let me tell you something. I never took one legal lesson. But I have been to court and never lost 17 times. That's not to boast. But let me tell you something. If you're going to take on evil qualities and then attack me and my personal safety, my personal liberty, or anyone's, I'm going to use my voice. And all all of you know, I'm a long-winded son of a gun. When I go to court, I make John God, the late John Gotti look innocent. Because, see, I do it legally and ethically. But you will remember me the rest of your life if you face me in court. You will remember my name the rest of your life. Because every day you wake up, you will personally say, oh, my gosh, what was I thinking? Now, I'm not saying this to boast. I went against an Internet company who brought in a high-priced attorney. I took that attorney. I used the preponderance of the evidence. And the attorney went ahead and was able to fight for his client to a point, walked out the courtroom because I had a victory. And the client, said, so when are we going to file an appeal, and yada, yada. And I overheard him say, well, you can do what you want, but I'm not coming back here. I'm done. I I resigned. I took on an attorney and whooped him. Now, I'm not saying this to boast. I'm saying this for a different reason, ladies and gentlemen. If you need help, learn the preponderance of the evidence if it's a legal matter. 
If somebody has robbed you, do not take it to the streets. Do not physically harm them. Do not beat their grass. I know you may want to. There's times I want to beat somebody so bad, their mama would cry. That's not godlike. That's not the way. Do this. Do it legally. Do it ethically. Do it as peacefully as you can. But do not take abuse. Do not even let evil win. Let me say this to you. I will fight for what is right. But before I go, if you learn nothing about, if you don't believe in anything that I say tonight, know this. If you believe in a God, then that God believes in you. And I don't care what kind of troubles you may have. I don't care if you believe in the the ministers or you think they're phonier than a $9 bill, because a lot of them are, no offense. I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of them are sheep's in wolf's clothing and wolves in sheep's clothing. And the first thing they're thinking is let's do a good sermon so we can get that money. You don't have to believe in me. How many ministers, pastors, and evangelists are driving around and they're wealthy and their congregation is lucky if they have enough money for a loaf of bread? I don't think Jesus went around in a Cadillac. I don't think Jesus said, you know, give me $50,000 and I'll heal your broken leg. I don't think Jesus put a price on the miracles. But it seems, it seems that churches do. And I don't know if tithing, where that idea came from, and I don't know if God asked us to really do that. But I do know God doesn't have an ATM in heaven. God doesn't want your money. God wants you to help your fellow human beings. But I don't think that a congregation should have a multi-million dollar minister while his congregation can't even afford to eat. So I'm going to tell you What you don't want to hear, it ain't about the church. It ain't about the synagogue. It ain't about the temple. It isn't about the Bible, the Koran, or any book. Not about none of that stuff, ladies and gentlemen. It's about you and God. It's about you and God, ladies and gentlemen. And in the final analysis, When you don't have money to eat or feed yourself or you're on the street because you're a homeless United States veteran, the church or whatever religious organization may help you to some degree, but they're not there paying your bills. Now, I'm not cutting on churches. That's not the point here. My point is God loves you. Whether you can afford to donate or not, God loves you. If you are the biggest sinner, heathen, and a-hole on the face of the earth, and God will fight for you, but you've got to believe in God, and you've got to believe in yourself. Because if you believe 
in God, and you believe God believes in you, but you don't believe in you, then you don't have the last piece of the puzzle. That's why I know Maryland, East Maryland, will have her victory. I don't need to say she might. I don't need to say it could happen. I am as certain of her victory as I am that there will be daylight tomorrow. I'm as certain of East Maryland and my victory as I am that there is a moon in the sky. Maybe you're not certain, ladies and gentlemen, but I am. You see, because I've been through hell. I've been through the dark, 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 evil days. I've watched so many of my family members die that it became a revolving door with regards to going to the crematorium. It was almost as if it was a monthly thing. I've been there. I still have two or three sick family members as we speak, and I will not back down. Now, what about you? Do you really believe in God, or do you just think you do? Are you really a person of faith, or are you like a light beer? Are you a faith light? And have you been slapped around and abused by your own fellow church members or synagogue or whatever it is? Because I know you have. Deep down, you and I both know, people have cut you down. Somewhere in your life, they tore you up. The people you expected to hold your hand and say, it will be all right, slapped you around like you weren't nothing. Or maybe you came in one day to church, and maybe your clothes didn't quite look right, and they gave you a dirty look. This is what I'll say to them. I love you spiritually, but you got no right to judge unless you are without sin. And if you are not without sin, you need to be quiet. That goes for me, too. I'm not perfect. I ain't even close to perfect. I'm so far from perfect. If I saw perfect, I'd just slap myself. But I know what's wrong. I know that it's wrong when we try to judge other people when we are just as guilty. Least. Was it um, he is with who with he who is without sin cast the first stone? There's not a soul on earth, like I said earlier, that can do that. So the next time you go to church and they give you a dirty look, I want you to politely smile. When they start slapping you around verbally, I want you to say, "Oh yeah, well you know, sorry, but that happens." Or don't say anything, just smile inside. Don't let it get you down. Even if it's a minister, because they ain't any more important than you. And I'll tell you something that may shock you. I'm a, of Sicilian descent, an American of Sicilian, Italian, well, Sicilian descent and Italian. And most Italian Americans, or wherever they are, are Catholic. Well, let me tell you, I like the Pope as a person. But I don't think the Pope is any more important than anybody else. 
I may like the President of the United States, but there is not one soul on this earth that is more important than yours. The only one is your Father, Jesus, or whomever Jesus, I mean, whomever Father God deems to be his or her only begotten son. So unless the Pope is Jesus, he's just another man to me. I like him, but he's just another person. That goes for any religion. Don't get caught up in that. And don't let the devil whoop your potato chips, okay? And I'm saying that I mean to sit down place. East Maryland, I got to go take off at 3 a.m. my time. I want you to smile today when you wake up and be thankful, and I don't want you to be afraid. You're going to get your... You're going to get what you want. But do what I ask, please. And with that, do you have any final word before I go that you would like to say? Thank God for you. And God bless you. Well, thank you and thank God for you. And I want you to know your time of prosperity is coming. But please do look at those books because they're going to help you out. So with that, you have a nice night. I'm going to get going because, believe it or not, even though it's 3.01 a.m., I still have a wee bit of work to do before I get to go to bed. <laughs> God bless you, everybody. And Atheist, I love you too. Um, before I go, I just want to remind all of you of something. I said a lot of things that could have offended a lot of people. That's not what the point was. God is the point. The creator and you winning. It's about you winning. Don't let yourself be defeated and don't live in fear. Just like Franklin Delano Roosevelt said, we have nothing to fear but fear itself. Live that. Love God and know that your prayers have been answered. Maybe not on our time, but they're coming. With that, I will remind each and every one of you that you, And humanity and all forms of life really does matter. Good night, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you may be. Keep hope alive, like Jesse Jackson said. Keep hope alive. And let nothing defeat you. Good night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.